Hello, welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. So today we're going to talk about focus and trying to get things, trying to commandeer this body. The thing is, that we, you, we've talked about how the person that's usually in control is an unconscious version of yourself that's on kind of an autopilot. Now, every once in a while, the person that's listening to this can affect that autopilot by becoming aware, by, by drawing attention to it, drawing the unconscious mind's attention to it, by kind of like waking up the unconscious mind and being like, hey, check out for this. So you don't have direct control of yourself. You have this kind of, uh, it's like a control of another person. It's like you have to kind of manipulate that person. So if you want, you, if you want to be things, it's it's not enough to just say, uh, I just I'm gonna I have this plan and I'm gonna stick to it and I stick to the plan and then I get there because what happens is is you make a plan, but your unconscious mind is in control and it decides to do what it wants to do and it looks at that plan and it just kind of blows it off. Like um, there was this uh, thing that came out recently. It was like a journal that. It was like a life journal, and it was, you're supposed to, like, fill it out. And as you fill it out, uh, it kind of would make you do stuff. And I probably it probably works. But the thing is, I got that um, journal, and it just kind of sat there on my shelf. I didn't even want to pick it up. My unconscious mind was like, I don't even want to get into it, start writing. Then I'm going to have to obligate myself to things. But that's what happens. Um when you, if you want yourself to do something, then you just have to kind of write it onto a piece of paper. It's like as simple as that. Because you wrote it onto a piece of paper, it kind of gives its life of its own. It draws your unconscious mind's attention. It wakes it up for a second and allows it to make changes. You're always on some kind of autopilot. So you're you're actually... You, the idea, that's why you should never really feel guilty for anything because you're basically like a self-driving car that's put in a program and it's just going. And you can't really make changes on the fly when something comes your way. Maybe after training your mind over and over again and getting to the habit of being sensitive to those kinds of things, you can kind of train your autopilot to anticipate those things. I mean, the fact that they're trying to invent these cars that drive on their own and they're encountering every time they do it, they encounter something new that the car has not dealt with. And so they have to go back to the drawing board and reprogram it and send the car out again and see if the car doesn't, you know, avoids that problem. You know, I'm sure some of these um, self-driving cars, you know, they'll probably kill children um, if, if, because of certain blind spots that occur in the programming and they have to fix that. Um, is it the car's fault that it killed the children? Well, it is the fault of the programmer. So to the extent of the programmers, you have, I mean, you have more control as a programmer of a car than you do as a programmer of you, the human. So there's less responsibility there, but there is responsibility in there's only responsibility, but it's in your how you're setting up the autopilot. 
So you are essentially on autopilot all the time. You can try to make yourself constantly in the now aware so that you're in conscious control of every action. But even then, even when you're in so fully aware where you are, totally in the now, your unconscious is still the one making the ultimate decision and still the one causing the action. So you need to get penetrated into that unconscious. So, um, like, for example, if you have a bad habit, you'll never be able to quit the habit by just being like, I'm going to quit this shit, and then just trying to quit because your unconscious mind does it. That's why, you're, that's why it's a habit. So your unconscious mind will just pick it up and do it again uh, without any prompting. It'll just, and in fact, if you think about quitting, if you think about not doing it, you just kind of trigger the unconscious mind into doing it. So it's like you can't, you can't use your conscious mind just to be like, oh, I need to quit giving yourself the idea to do it when you say I want to quit it. It's like not thinking of an elephant or something like that. So you have to – I mean, a really good method if you, if you have a bad habit is just to write down every time you do it. Write down like into a little book. And each day you look at that book and you see maybe there's times where you wanted to do it and you didn't do it. And so you can write, note that down too. Now, the problem is, is like most of us will never do that. Most of us will never open a book and 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 write down the times that we do our bad habit because we just won't. Because that in and of itself takes conscious effort, and that requires also more discipline. Discipline's a misnomer. It's not about discipline. It's about training, programming your car. Is that discipline? I don't know. I think it's just a function of programming. I don't think this. Discipline is a misnomer because it implies that your your conscious mind can control your body with just just the right amount of discipline. Well, it just doesn't work that way. And I talked about it. One of my most popular shows is like about discipline and how it's very important. And it, what what's important more is what looks like discipline. And what looks like discipline is just good habits. And good habits you form by repetition and by training the bad habits out. Um, if you want to have good habits, you can just kind of get rid of bad habits. Now, um, there's different ways of resisting. Now, you can you can do this thing with the journal where you write down each each time you do it, and then you can start to identify like what's triggering each. What are you feeling? And you're feeling like. Oh, maybe whenever I feel a little bit like uninspired, I, I reach for some alcohol. And then you start to understand that like, okay, when you're bored or uninspired, you're going to, you're going to get to take a drink. Maybe drinking is your problem. I'm just saying it's just an example, but you start to see the triggers and what you can do is it's weird. It's like, if you just resist the trigger like four or five times, um, you become a much it becomes much easier to resist. Like in, each time you resist it, you develop a muscle into your in your psyche that like resists it, and it's easier to, it's easier to resist if you're writing down the time that you're doing it. Now, like I said, it's very 
unlikely that you will have a notebook with you and do all these things that they recommend, all these self-helps. Like they kind of be like, check a book, write it down, write down each time you do the habit. Study it, think about it. Well, look, just think about writing it down. That's actually enough. <laughs> when you think about the idea that you're going to get that notebook, you know, just just like plan to get the notebook that you're going to write it down. That actually actually does enough. Because then you start thinking about writing down. Each time you have a bad habit that you don't like, you start thinking about writing it down and that you would need to write. If you had the notebook, you would write it down. And that just draws your unconscious mind out of its slumber and allows it to kind of make program changes. And it kind of weeds out that bad habit. And similarly with good habits, you want to instill good habits uh, then you write those good habits down, like I should be doing this, I should be doing that, and you actually can, if you just sit for like 20 minutes and just think about the thing you want to get done, and and think about doing it and how you're going to do it and just kind of like go through the steps of doing it, and and just demystify it in your mind for like 20 minutes, it kind of you're you're everyone's it's like you talking out loud in your psyche and you eventually wake up your unconscious mind. Your unconscious mind hears this, this discussion through all the noise. But if you have a directed discussion in your mind for like 20 minutes about something that you want to do that you've been procrastinating, for example, because your unconscious mind, which is actually in control, just won't fucking do it. Well, if you just sit for like 20 minutes and you just think about doing that thing you've been procrastinating about, you you will just do it after the 20 minutes. Like it will just seem like a big deal because your unconscious mind will just, you'll, you, you'll have programmed your unconscious mind to do it. And then you'll just be on autopilot doing it. You know, it's just like you can't get anything accomplished with the conscious mind unless you create an autopilot program inside of yourself that does it. And then once you do that, it's like you're riding a roller coaster. You're not actually pushing it. The only push that you need to do is this push of 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 a, making aware your conscious mind, getting your conscious mind to respond to the programming. So writing things on a piece of paper, and then and then looking at it, and just kind of recording every instance of of when you do the right thing. That's another way of doing it. Also, you don't actually need to write. You just can think about writing. And you can think about doing it. Now, there's, this, there's also a um, – there's some apps that you can get on, um, on, on your iPhone and other smartphones that they kind of they, – it's one is called um, Plant. And it's all about you, you grow a tree – each time you, you set it a little thing, a timer for like 20 minutes where you actually do stuff and you, it grows a little tree for you. And then eventually a big tree grows each time and you kind of see yourself progressing through the tree that you grow through the app, whatever. The point is anything you can do that makes your conscious mind kind of wake up and, and decide to put, reprogram itself and it's it's done very subtly through like little things. So if you just like write something down, um, it will trigger it. Like if you want something, if you want to obtain something, if you want to get something done, if you just write down what you want to get done, 
like it's it just somehow it it creates its own energy and if you think about writing it sometimes that's enough too if it's not working about if thinking about writing is not working then just try writing it down it just if for some reason writing it down engages your unconscious mind and it takes no effort so your unconscious mind won't resist it but actually it does it does even resist that so that's why i say just think about writing it down that that's very hard for your unconscious mind to resist now when you're not exercising your conscious mind your unconscious mind exercises your mind and your unconscious mind is kind of just recycling bad memories why because they're unresolved all bad memories are memories that you can't put away because you can't file because you can't uh, make sense of it and so it's still it's always you're always still processing the bad memories and the good memories have all been processed you know it's like you have a good meal it gets digested very well and you're hungry again you have a bad meal and you can just go days trying to digest that meal and never feel great and never fully digest it it's just like that's like a bad memory a bad memory is very hard for the mind to digest so when your mind is not consciously thinking of something, it, the, the unconscious mind employs the conscious mind to resolve these negative memories. So they dredge them up. They allow you to think about them. And so you start thinking about things that just make you upset. That, that because they, your unconscious mind is churning with these things. It wants a resolution. There is no resolution because it was just a negative memory the negativity itself is not something that can be resolved it's just a fundamental fact of it that your unconscious mind doesn't accept your unconscious mind is like no it must have a reason it must have a purpose it must have some grand resolution it must be assimilated <laughs> but your bad memories they're they're non they're really like not something you can assimilate um scientologists actually have a way of dealing with them they call them engrams and they they go through a like conscious effort of a conscious effort of encapsulating every bad memory labeling them as an engram and in some way by categorizing them in that fashion it it it, it blunts its ability to it kind of forms a sheath around the engram it no longer has the effect that a bad memory has on a normal person. And what, what, what we are is essentially as we get, go through life, we become accumulators of bad memories. And sooner or later, because these bad memories are not sheathed in the way the Scientologists do it, or they're not dealt with in any way and they're unresolved, they eventually drive the mind insane. They drive the mind to senility. To, to breaking apart because it's just like having all these open loop programs in your unconscious mind. Eventually it's like having a bunch of viruses and eventually the unconscious mind stops working. The unconscious mind being the one that isn't in control, mainly of behavior, the one you're trying to program. And once that goes, the conscious mind eventually leaves. It doesn't, it can't, 
he cannot sit atop of a senile unconscious mind. Uh, and it starts to become senile as well. So your apparatus, your thinking now apparatus, the one that's thinking now, is it, it requires a unconscious mind that has not gone senile and an unconscious mind that is not overly filled and overly affected by negative memories. But everybody has negative memories. There's nothing you can do to avoid getting them. You're going to have them. And whenever your mind is not occupied, your mind will be filled with them. Because your brain your your brain uses your conscious mind when you're not. It uses it to try to come to some resolution to these things. And and you know, after a lot of churning through the mind, through the this this weird combination of the unconscious and the conscious mind, the unemployed conscious mind that's sort of daydreaming, that process eventually does sometimes can but after much, much damage that it does, it, it eventually forms a kind of scar tissue over the bad memory. And it does it through just constantly thinking about it. Just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, reliving it, reliving it, releasing all the toxic chemicals in the body each time it gets relived. So it's a cancer-causing thing. I mean, bad memories cause cancer. Make no mistake, if they're not dealt with in, in the proper fashion, they are carcinogenic because each time you relive them, your body releases like carcinogenic chemicals or it just it, some poison gets released into your body and it, just to um, almost to kill the memory by killing you. It's like some kind of chemotherapy. It's a bad aspect of our body that we need to have guard on because if we don't understand it, we just let these bad memories just keep floating around our minds. Uh, eventually we will go insane. And that's like when you see your mind start to deteriorate a little bit, it's because you're, you, you have an overabundance of bad memories and your, your unconscious mind does not know how to deal with these things. So time machine, but so when you go to, a um, like a shrink what they're trying to do is essentially have you deal with these you know in session while you deal with it to have a guy who's nodding his head listening to your bad memory it's a it has a it has an effect it has a way of of neutralizing them and so that's why there's so many fucking psychiatrists but you can do it another way you can do it by um realizing what what it is it's a bad memory <laughs> i mean it's just like when you understand that a bad memory is carcinogenic if you you will start to resist thinking about it if you can uh it's really not a good idea to just relive bad memories like even with a psychiatrist i think ultimately you're still injecting the poison and it's still a form of i think masochism um bad memories are they're warning signs that your unconscious mind actually doesn't need anymore it what it wants is some kind of grand resolution it wants essentially the the negative um memory to be gone to be erased but it can't um 
because it, and it wants it to be erased because it can't process it. Um, and that's the problem is that there's all these non-processed bad memories and they accumulate. So there's a way to, how do we clean them out? Um, you can you only clean them out by like not by being in control of your mind most of the time in such a way that you're not allowing your mind to just float to, to think about them freely. You're not allowing your, unconscious mind to employ your conscious mind because you're not paying attention. So daydreaming. When you find yourself daydreaming aimlessly, it, you'll notice that it does drift to the negative. It drifts to the things that make you scared, the things that you're upset that you're not doing, the things, the ways in which your life is not going the way you want it to. All of these are, are kind of negative emotions that are unprocessed by the, by the unconscious mind. They're very easy to deal with from a conscious perspective because all you need to do is program your unconscious mind to deal with them. Instead of thinking, oh, I have to be disciplined, I have to do this and this and this, you just have to be a little proactive on how you communicate with the unconscious mind. And that is what focus is. Focus is understanding that you are a passenger in this car with a manual on how to program its, its, its machinery, its program, its direction, its speed, everything, but it's not something that's immediate. You don't have complete control of the wheel, and you wouldn't want that. The, the conscious mind is not fast enough to do all the little thinking that needs to be done to, to perform action in this world. It's set up more to deliberate on top the unconscious mind was here way before the conscious mind. So the unconscious mind has been living lives, millions of human lives without the conscious mind on top. The conscious mind evolved later. So the conscious mind is as a, as like a, an advisor and a programmer, but not a, not a driver. So there's going to, so I'm going to start in uh, on the next few ones talking of shows Talking about how you can, you can, you can take control of your machine and you can put it on the right kind of autopilot that will drive you anywhere you need to go, effortlessly. You won't even need to um, put forth any kind of discipline or just very minor versions of discipline. As it turns out, studies are showing. I'm looking at the science on this. If you just resist something that you like, let's just say you like energy bars. I have a problem with that. Like, I'll just fucking, I, there's all these zero calorie energy bars, right? Like zero sugar. They taste like, they taste like a Snickers, but they, <laughs> and I can't, I can't imagine they're, they're that good for you. I mean, they're filled with calories. They have like 300 calories, but there's a little bar, but there's no sugar. And I, you know, anytime I go somewhere and I'd see one, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to have one of those. Um, and I thought, you know, no sugar, whatever. And I just like, I, I guess it made me a little fatter, but you know, whatever. It wasn't, wasn't that much fatter. <laughs> so I was like, okay with it. But I just decided, you know what? Um, I, I heard this study that if you just resist something that you like, um, 
you actually develop a kind of um, a greater ability to program your unconscious mind than than if you just go with every craving. So I decided, you know, I'm not going to eat those things, those those energy bars anymore. I'm just going to I'll see them. I won't oh, I won't eat them. I'll see them in the store. I won't buy them. And I've been doing it over the next like week, and it's like given me tremendous like power to program the unconscious mind because it I, for some reason it, it 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 makes the conscious mind respect me in some way and start to listen to me more i don't know how that works but it, it gives a sort of nod of control to the to the to the conscious mind and it makes the unconscious mind a little bit aware a little bit more aware than it usually is and more responsive so just resisting something that you like increases what most people refer to as willpower. But willpower is complete bullshit. There's not such a thing as willpower. It's about programming. But it but your programming will become much easier if you resist something that's a minor thing. It doesn't even have to be something that you really, really like. I never really like these those those sports bars anyway that much. I just eat them because I was bored. But just resisting those gives, like, gave me an opening of a grid in a certain programming matrix for the to put myself on the right kind of autopilot. So, so just think about that. Think about those things. If you that you are you are not in control of your action, there's no reason to feel guilt or anything. It, you're going to feel it because you can't help but feel it. But it's not you that it's not the you that's feeling guilty is not your, your um, is not the person is not the being that is in control. The being that is in control is an autopilot, and that and that autopilot is what we're going to be talking about in the next few shows. Thanks for listening. Hey, I'm back. I was being called by somebody else during the end there. But I just think that um, I wanted to emphasize here, we're going to be, it's, it's really, what's, what's really fascinating, I'm starting to understand, and I never really, because I didn't really delve into the neuroscience of it, was how easy it is to take control of the unconscious mind and make it into an autopilot that is, is you, it's going to be the greatest ride of your life. I mean, you can make yourself into a Superman just by a few little tweaks of the machine and the autopilot. You don't have to be some highly disciplined Navy soldier. You just have to fiddle around in your wiring a little bit, click here, click there, and you're done, and you can just be that guy. Anyway, so that's what we're going to be talking about in the next few shows. Check out also for another Logan adventure and saga. Thanks for listening.